Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hi, Bethel family. My name is Kelly Hansen, and I'm excited to be back with you today as we start the book of Ephesians together. If you join us on Sunday mornings, you'll know that we have been in Ephesians since the start of the year as part of our brand new We sermon series. One thing that has struck me over the last few months is how much we have in common with the early church. While Paul is writing from nearly 2,000 years ago, the church division, cultural turmoil, racism, identity crises, and arguments then are just as relevant today. But the good news is, is that so is our God and so is our mission. Since this is our first day in Ephesians, I wanted to share some historical context. At the time of this letter, Paul was still in prison in Rome. Now, if I were Paul, waiting on an appeal to Julius Caesar himself, I can think of a lot of things that I would rather be doing than writing letters to fractured churches throughout Greece. But Paul's ultimate focus was not Caesar or even his own future, but on God, the gospel, and the church. And thank goodness because the church in Ephesus needed some encouragement, and so do we. You see, the Jews and the Gentiles were deeply divided. The Gentiles found the Jews to be holier than thou, with all their aspirations of cleanliness in the name of the law, and the overarching belief was that the Jews were, well, haters. I know, a very 60 AD specific term. The Jews, on the other hand, viewed the Gentiles as unclean. They had many traditions, customs, and laws that had long separated separated them from the Gentiles, as commanded in the Old Testament. To suddenly consort with one another in light of the cross was a struggle. But Ephesians chapter 1 is a love letter from Paul about God's grace. If you like me, have found yourself struggling with your identity and worth in this world, Ephesians 1 is a balm to our weary souls. Or if you're also like me and you find yourself in a standoff with your fellow Christian over lifestyle choices, political stances, beliefs on masks, church practices, or other such things, Ephesians 1 is a rallying cry that brings our hard-hearted, fractured church bodies back to the foot of the cross. Listen to what Paul has to say. Verses 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. Verses 7 through 10. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. And verse 11 In him, we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him. Did you get all that? How I long to be like Paul, faced with difficult life circumstances in a divided church, yet strengthened by the iron-clad truth that we were chosen by God. 
purposed for him and saved by his grace and mercy. It is finished, and now we are his, but we're also each other's. Despite our differences and messiness and division, we are one body, one family, unified in Christ. This week, whether you're struggling with your own identity and longing to belong, or you're disheartened, angry, or weary in this cultural moment, may we look to the cross, a reminder of a father who loved us so much that he gave his only son, a father that unifies us in his image and mission. And may we pursue him, transformed by the gospel, a light in this world. All right, for our prayer today, I'm going to steal a few words from Paul himself in verses 16 through 18. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your church body. I am so grateful for every single one of them and the unity we have in you, even in a disunified world. May you give us the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of you having the eyes of our hearts enlightened, that we may know what is the hope to which you've called us, what are the riches of your glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of your power toward us. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.